First of all, I'd like to say good afternoon, and we're so pleased that so many of you could come out and share in all the love and all the happiness we have in store for you. We want to have a real good time, because that's just what we have in mind. Is that all right with you? No, on this episode that we're going to compose, and it's called Thinking in Symphonies, inspired by thought leader Rebecca Quinn Lopez. Now, we never intended on recording this episode. It was a production audible, but because on yesterday, Becky Lynch happened to lose her mind on Monday Night Raw, we came across her promo and said, we got to do something with these words. That's an interpolation of Miss Betty Wright from Tonight is the Night. That's the last lick of the reverse rail. And I am Rob Emotional, making Liv Morgan faces on a daily basis. And on this here episode, we're discussing the piss-poor planning, quarterly meetings, route detours, and cash shit. Because this... This is the Cash Shit Podcast. And I've got my agenda and my things. But reverse... You lead the word today. You kick us off. What you want to talk about when it comes to professional wrestling? Oh. Well, um, okay, I guess I'll take out this time to, to give you a piece of my mind. Okay. Um, who do you think you are? <laughs> Maybe someday you'll be a star. Anyway, okay. I'm sorry. You sound like Vince <clears throat> now. Uh, <laughs> I was in Fool's Paradise for some reason. Over there, talking about um, Mustafa Ali or somebody. Morgan, and yeah, I don't know what I was. Doing. Um, you know, I don't have much to say about Raw. Raw was Raw. Um, I don't have much to say about it. I really don't. Well, then I want to <laughs> highlight something, and it's what I use to lead us in tonight into worship uh, on this here episode. We, you know, the Queen does this thing on autopilot, you know, and I've praised her often for really, you know, once she, the athletic trajectory found its its place, um, ticking up on the character and just using the arena that wrestling gives you as a genre um, to break down and to distill personality and inflate it where near be, uh, where need be and, and, you know, for her to inject her own personal flair into what it is she's doing. And you could see where she began to really fall in love with the craft and to be to take things personal uh, when it came to how she was booked and how her character is booked and things that would and would not make sense for her character. And we just saw where, you know, she just began to have a good time with it. Um, last night for me, and I mean, I'm sure it's happened before last night. Um, but this is a new iteration of this character. Rebecca Quinn, Becky Lynch, lost her goddamn mind. <laughs> and it was one of the most brilliant things to watch. And though I watched it under the influence of cannabis, I watched it again today. And that that's one of her best promos. I knew when Sis was coming down the ramp and that bedazzled and heavily adorned knee boot <laughs> that we were in for some bullshit. It wasn't even the glasses that did it. It was the knee boot. Because, you know, you got to normally wear them um them little support tabs on the bottom of your heel when you wear a heel to the ring because the, the ring is a little bit shaky with when you're wearing heels in it. 
Um, Stephanie always has them on her shoes, and that's why you see a lot of times, you know, she'll be in boots or a wedge or something. Um, Charlotte will wear them here and there, whatever the case may be. But, you know, it's pretty audacious to wear those boots into the ring. And I, when I saw that boot, I said, she getting ready to talk some shit. It was the boot. There wasn't even the glasses. There wasn't even the visor. It was the boot that let me know that she Is that was, why she was walking like she couldn't see? Uh, I, I'm sure she couldn't. Uh, she, you know, that was literally like, you know, when Kane, when, when Kane she was walking down the aisle, like she had no idea where she was going. <laughs> she may have been drunk. I don't know. Uh, it's like whenever Kane debuted and his mask was spun around and he was tombstone the niggas uh, outside. Um, it was, she was given a little, uh, I don't know where I'm going right now, but I'm sure that visor didn't help, but she committed to it. But once mama got, once I saw, once I saw we came back and she was sitting in the chair, because she said, I'm not about to stand in these boots. That was the best promo in this character that she's done. And it reminded me of, you know, why we, we thought to call this the Cash It Podcast, how promo-centered uh, this is and, and was for us. And I was like, damn, that was a good promo. That was a, that was, she was in, she was in, that was big time Bex. If, if, you know, like she's been here, we've heard about her. That was big time Bex literally like birthing herself. Like that was, okay, this is big time Bex. I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in. She don't get that ass with the mania, but, <laughs> but yeah, she's a full narcissist. And, uh, and that promo was top of the line for me. That was my highlight of Raw. I'm trying to remember anything else about Raw last night. Uh, it was a cute promo. Um, oh, that's all. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was a cute promo. What does it profit a man and all that? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was cool. It was Bit cool. Tie-in, um, previous uh, iteration, previous gimmick tie-in. You know, and I sell my soul a thousand times if it means I get to hold on to this, my precious. Like, <laughs> mama was in her bag. You know, when you get a little bit of blasphemy in a promo, as <laughs> you know, like, okay, she's in her bag. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I was just mostly so bored with her that I don't, I, did, I just didn't care. Well, <laughs> I didn't care. I did. Last week was all right, and I, I, this week it just brought me back to why I stopped watching this fucking show. It was just so boring. Oh, the, yeah, the, show, the just, show as a whole, I mean, yeah, to be this just, close to Mania, the show care. as a whole, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not giving the show any more than it's due, but just that moment was my only high spot um, because she was, she was definitely, she came out and did what her job was to do for the night. She did her, her she, she exceeded uh, expectations when it comes to what she came to do. Now, the rest of Raw, I'm not sure how it's setting up for WrestleMania at all. This thing with Seth Rollins is going too deep. It's going too long. Um, and these Yeah, piped, I don't care. These piped, I, I Cody don't chants, care. these piped in Cody chants is weird. Um, at this point, like we're too we're too we're too close to Mania for this for this to be a t- like attack on match. We're just too close. I it's so stupid because I they're they're giving it no time for build up. So what is the match going? This match is to happen. What what is it going to be about? It's just going to be a match that happens at WrestleMania. Is Seth gonna come out and start losing this shit at Mania, and then Cody comes out? Now we have a match. Like how do you not? 
promo how this do you match. not build and like build anticipation for this for for this match if that is what is to happen? And like you can't tell me these Cody Chance are piped in. They they start so suddenly, just right exactly on time, and end so abruptly, and it's so short, and like it's it's just so weird. And I feel like the Thunderdome was Thunderdome was the worst thing that could have happened because now they've gotten used to all these fucking piped in chants and cheers and boos. Like even at the end of Becky's um promo when she dropped the mic they piped in like booze for like six seconds and then cut it off and it's like what she's over why do you need to pipe in booze for becky lynch like right. what is going on i was oh it's, it's they went they went me thin i'm not they did last, like the pipe the level of piping last night really it 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 it, it, went, it was crazy it, it was too much last night last night and, and, and you and i have been talking about this since it started like but last night was like, girl, do y'all want, are y'all remotely concerned with our reactions at all? Like. Apparently so. I mean, he said on the McAfee show that, you know, that his, whatever he called them, they have, what, what do you call those when you grab a bunch of people, show them something and you quiz them on survey uh, them not a, or whatever not it is. A, a sample. Um, focus group. Focus group. Focus group. Yes. He has a focus group there every night. Apparently not. Like it's so hypocritical. If you're using piped in chance, so you have to use piped in chance. Then what that so-called focus group is doing in live don't mean shit. Like right. I, I, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean that that was the first thing that was like, oh, well, you don't care about the you don't care about the focus group if you're you know feeding yourself the response you want. Like that lets me know that you could give a fuck less about the actual response or you know, uh, our sentiments regarding the, the match that you're putting on or the product that you're putting on. Um, but last night, like, was literally, I was like, oh, okay, y'all. Like, we're, <laughs> we're, we've gone way too far at this point. Like, it's literally, there's no organic response whatsoever. Like, because, and I, it's, it's one of those things that you staircase towards. Like, it's incremental. Like, you start off, Okay, I'm, I want you know to get this person over. I want this. I want to engineer a response to this particular situation, and then once you see that you can do that, and I'm not sure how you measure the output on that. Like I'm not sure how you say it worked because you engineered the response. So I don't know who it was supposed to please. If you never like, I could see doing it a few times and then like leading the crowd to their eventual response, but it isn't even doing that. It's like literally become the response so you're just kind of getting this thing in an echo chamber in silo and you're never really seeing if like the initial purpose worked like if this thing really worked as as a device but um i could see if it started that way and you know and then you, it was used sparingly but it started that way it's allowing him to create some alternate universe where he believes these are the actual responses and so now we're just doing it in double time, and now we're doing it for and everything. There are places they don't need to be. Again, why the hell do you need to pipe in chance or booze or anything for Becky fucking Lynch? Right, she's one of the most over acts in the company. Like, what? Like, make it make sense, please. I just can't. I don't think it's gonna make sense. This 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 raw got this raw <laughs> brought me right back to where I was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, when I stopped watching this shit, it really did. And I'm just like. This is like this is not good. This is not. I was bored. Um, yeah, and I doubt I'll be returning 
I can't next even week tell you. For, like, next week is the go home. Nice. That's what's crazy. Next next week is the go home raw for WrestleMania. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And if they think that announcing like the Cody match there is cool, like that's wild to me. Like, well, apparently it's not even going to be there. Apparently, his actual debut and stuff is going to be at WrestleMania. But I mean, sure, they could still announce it. But again, it's like, what are we waiting for? Yeah, I don't know what we're waiting for, and I, and we don't need to ride. What are we waiting for? We don't need to ride the the this concept that like Seth is is begging, and then they're supposed to be this like just random allotment of time for a whole Seth Rollins match that wasn't quote unquote planned. Like that was over thirty <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> like y'all just had it was over thirty <laughs> minutes. Y'all just had a, a not even but not even that. Like when we get to Mania, right? And, Co- and Cody shows up, and they get ready to have, like, you want me to believe that there was just some, you know, 20 to 30 minute spot allotment on the car that wasn't filled? Like, and that and that this is just, we're just going to go out here and, you know, have this, it just, it just doesn't make, it just, you're asking us to suspend way too much reality at this point. Like, y'all had a whole it, just 30 it, it minute also, spot on your card. Come on now. Also, what kind of shitty ass bosses are Sonya and Adam Pierce like how y'all just gonna make AJ put his WrestleMania spot on the line just like last week how right. y'all just gonna make Kevin Owens like put his spot on the line if they lose what now they're out of WrestleMania just because Seth Rollins was throwing a fit in the ring and you gave him something that at this point he doesn't even deserve because he lost straight up and clean last week and now this week he's talking about, oh, I want to take over <laughs> AJ's spot. And you're like, okay, cool. If you can beat him, you can have AJ's spot. Fuck AJ. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that is just, just, just like... <laughs> Ooh, it literally gosh. makes no sense. It literally makes... I just, I just can't. Absolutely. No. And what's crazy, and I don't think... That this past Monday we got any additional matches on the card? I think the card stayed. I, don't know. I think the card stayed as is. So then it's still. Well, they announced the Raw tag title match via Twitter like hours before Raw. So I don't know if you want to count that, but the first official announcement on TV was Raw. And which which night was that going on? Night two. Uh yes. Okay, so the women is going tag... on night two. Uh, and who is who is it? It's Orton. It's a it's a triple threat, right? Yeah, it's Street Profits, RK Bro, RK Bro and, and Alpha Alpha Academy. Oh, <laughs> so we got yeah six so. matches each night, and yeah, something. Oh yeah, uh, um, uh, Miz took Mysterio's mask. That also is a thing. Um, yes, McAfee showed up to taunt theory. Um, the women did something, there was something to go with the women's triple threat. I want to say Natty, did Natty and Natty and Shayna, you know, we need to pipe in fucking chance. You know, where they didn't pipe in anything during Tamina and Dana Brooks bullshit. <laughs> Place was quiet as a fucking mouse, not a single pipe in. You like, are you serious? You could literally hear a rat piss on cotton. Uh, like. <laughs> 
Just no response to anything that's happening. But y'all piping in every goddamn thing else. Please make it make sense. It, it, there's, uh, it's, um, it's crazy, and it's and it's funny because to you know to to your point, as I said, when I totally agreed, I said in the group chat uh, a couple of days ago, I was like, you know, it's wild because the it's really simple here. Like all we got to do is build around the big four and let everything in the middle be, you know, uh service service to that service to the towards the big four and i don't understand how you come in because my whole argument was like i don't get how we come in like we don't know that wrestlemania is happening and there's not like just master like when you hear all the different stuff leaking out even now you know it's supposed to be on the card maybe on the card what's you know what's potential matches for the card and it's like why is there so much confusion still Oh, you know, in two weeks out on, on this card when it's your annual titular big four in a big one of the big four, how is it we don't do this into into that point? You made the point that it's too many pay-per-views. So they can't build it's like they need much. to because they're constantly running towards another premium live event. Yeah, you can't you can't really Build. They. I mean, you can, but they don't have the fucking ability to do so, and they haven't in forever. Like, again, I said, I'll say what I said in the group. After Survivor Series, you would think, hey, you know, time to focus on, um, you know, leading into WrestleMania, but not so because we have four or five other fucking pay per views to focus on. One being a Royal Rumble, which needs a lot of focus, and even after that, you got you got to go to Saudi Arabia and make this a huge event so you got to focus on that and then you got to focus on whatever the fuck the pay-per-view was what was the pay-per-view i don't even remember elimination it was, it was saudi right it was it was saudi was the, yeah, I guess the february yeah yeah elimination chamber mm-hmm. um it's just like you had to focus on making that so so big and monstrous that you just didn't have time until after that to focus on WrestleMania. And it's just like, they have too many shows. There's a reason AEW pay-per-views come off like a big deal. And the cards seem crazy and stacked and not just like a super dynamite. No, it's a pay-per-view. It's because it's once a quarter. So every quarter they're they're able to focus and build on that show and the stories leading into that show and make us care about the stories, care about the characters. You can't do that when every three weeks you, you you're trying to focus on one show and then after that you go and you just move on right to the next show. And, uh, whew. But I don't. But what purpose? I'm, what purpose I, do all these serve? Like what? I'm trying to think. Even what I, purpose? Like the enumeration of events even serves. And I, I and I can't answer that question right content, now. Content, 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 content. Oh, wow. Just spitting out content. It's like Netflix. Like, y'all keep raising these prices because y'all want to put out so much instead of focusing on the quality. You you just want to be able to pump out 18 fucking movies a day and 70 fucking shitty ass series a month. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we are. It's like, my God. Um, Ooh, and- I, just, I I was sitting there watching Raw. I was like, oh my gosh, I I just is 
this is just not fun. And I was getting ready to ask you, like, what would you shave off the pay-per-view calendar? But it's actually so much to shave off. And really, really, if you just stick to, like, honestly, the ones that have a strong gimmick. So, I mean, you keep your big four. And I, I would only probably elect for, at this point, and I know we, and even these don't even matter. And probably it's time for a new gimmick pay-per-view. Um, because you got Hell in a Cell, you got Money in the Bank. Of the two, I'd keep Money in the Bank because we're not really gonna get shit out of Hell in a Cell. Um, yeah, Money in the Bank is about to become the the new number five in the Big Five. Yeah, they've been saying that for this a couple exactly years. So I would keep I would keep Money in the yeah. Bank, and I would keep. It's, a, it's in the stadium this year, so this is the year they're gonna pull the trigger on that. It's in the honest, fucking stadium. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even keep I wouldn't even keep Night of Champions because that's almost every other pay per view now. It, right. I mean, and also once you get there, it's just like they're throwing together these title matches because the titles don't mean anything and don't have don't have stories, proper stories built around them. So it's like, okay, come up with a title match. Um, yeah, I'd keep the big the big four plus money in the bank, and maybe having a honestly, thing, I, guess. I, I don't even like that show because it's like. Nothing's gonna happen at Hell in a Cell. We, oh, we, we have Hell in a Cell. We haven't held Hell in a Cell is coming up, so we gotta put one of these matches in the cell. <laughs> and very rarely is it a like a story that's built towards like a cell match. Like right. the first match in this feud is a Hell in a Cell match just because it's the pay-per-view. You no, know, toss that shit out. Um I don't I don't know, child. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really tired. I am so tired of them. I am so tired. Because I'm trying to think what Cause it's like just this. like just. Uh, I guess you can keep elimination. They could be so keep, much better, and they could do so much better. The chamber, you can keep the chamber. I will keep the chamber. That's it. I will keep the chamber. Sure, that's but that's it. I'm looking at this table right now. Somewhere else. I want to look at you. Oh, totally somewhere else. So I'm going to go ahead and make you mad. For me, yeah. there'd be nothing in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Agreed. Okay. Royal Rumble, you have your winners, and then everything else you just start building. Ideally, you would have already started, but then you start pushing hard the the WrestleMania card and like. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe bring back a Saturday night main event if you want to do something a little a little special. Um, but um, I'm about to make you mad. It's, uh, it's a, it's a, oh, it's the house show. Never mind. It's they it got something called Sunday Stunner on May first, but it's a house show, so I don't know what, what? that is. And Sunday it, Stunner. Sunday Stunner. I'm looking at the pay per view schedule for the year, and after Mania, we've got Saturday night's main event on April 23rd. And then again on the 30th, and then we got Sunday Stunner on May 1st, and we got Backlash on May the 8th. So, yeah. Let, 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 since since we're talking about Sunday Stunner, since we're talking about Stunners, let's talk about Saturday Stunner. Let's talk about WrestleMania Saturday okay. um, with Austin and Kevin Owens. Okay. I do not know why these people think having these current stars get their ass beat by these old retired people does anything like i i do not get that line of thinking there is no reason kevin owens shouldn't be able to beat stone cold steve austin's ass period okay 
There's no reason for it. Um, Dare I say handedly? And I think I said this already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, this is going to end with Austin beating his ass and stunning him and pouring beer over him, drinking beer over him. And someone's going to say, oh, you know, it's nostalgic. It's, you know, make the crowd happy. Put smiles on faces. They'll be just as happy to see Stone Cold just ride down there in the ATV, drink some beer and stun like a uh, stagehand or some shit. Right. You're going to get the same pop. You're going to get the same happiness. Kevin Owens does not need, uh, Stone Cold does not need to be put over. He does not need any of this, but he's going to kick Owens' ass, and then Owens is going to come back and on the next night and run his mouth about something. But that whole that old adage of, oh, I'll just get my heat back when I'm on a mic, sure. But we all we all remember you got your ass beat by Stone Cold. So how about we remember that you beat Stone Cold's ass? That 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 makes you something much bigger than you were before. Immediately, immediately. What's wild is that he can hang his hat on for a while. What's wild is we know that he has another title ring baked into this new contract. So I don't understand. Like, and I think their thinking is like, oh, well, this is a high profile spot on the card with a high profile legend like this is a rub in their minds for whatever fucking reason but the man has literally another title run baked into his situation like you you only should be serving to build him i just don't understand that um i don't understand potentially feeding bobby lashley to omos um conversely which is the which is the reverse thing which is like you know feeding somebody to somebody up and coming that normally should be the the logic but omas is nowhere near ready to like he's big and all but bobby lashley come the fuck on there's plenty of people on that roster to feed omas at wrestlemania than for you to be feeding bobby lashley to it and it's crazy because we know two of the few that lashley was supposed to be in at mania so, like, I just don't get the logic on either end. Like, they don't know how to manage their up-and-coming. They don't know how to manage, you know, um, their established stars that are carrying the company right now. Because as I've said, the last couple of, uh, you know, weeks, despite none of it making sense, Rollins, you know, Owens, uh, Orton, you know, of course, uh, you know, Becky there. You know, these are the people that have been holding it down the last couple of weeks. It doesn't really make any sense to me. Um, the way that they're booking these people. It just doesn't make any... And, I, and I'll say, I will say this to his defense, not even to his defense, but to his credit. Um, Yesterday was the first day for me that Omas looked like what they want him to look like. And it wasn't anything, you know, beyond, you know, it wasn't... It was the kind of match somebody that size should wrestle. Um, But it was the first time that I said, okay, that looks a little bit more like what we should be seeing. And you want to you wanna go... Do not pay attention. No, I mean, no. I I'm, do not yeah, pay I, attention I'm not saying that it, it's captivating. Like I said in the group chat, yesterday, in my opinion, was Omas's debut. <laughs> so I'm just saying that's where he should have started. Not where he should be right now going into WrestleMania to fight potentially Bobby Lashley? Girl. Uh, 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 no, no, no. Huh? Uh, I... I... I was I I did not pay attention to it. I was pretty checked out and bored, as I said. Um, but it definitely shows you how they view 
Apollo Crews and especially Aziz, Ooh. like somebody that size, and this. <laughs> Ooh, it definitely shows you how they feel about them. It does. I mean, um, like they fed they fed a former Intercontinental and U.S. champion and his handler to this man like they were kids. His huge handler, right? His huge handler, like they were, and that was the time they get Dabakato over, or excuse me, Commander Aziz. Um, and it could have gone to no contest, and that could be your mania match. Like they could have been bumping heads the last couple of weeks to no contest. It gets brutal. Shit gets wrecked at the, at the ringside. You know, the shit, the desk getting knocked over, the barricades getting knocked down, ropes being pulled. Like, it, it could just be complete chaos. And that's how you build towards Mania being of some interest. And okay, he can go over him at Mania, but that's really the, the only opponent he should be. You, you, you're talking about giving him a, you're a recent former world champion? Are y'all fucking insane? That man is nobody is nobody's ready for any of this. And and you have a, a, a consistent record the last few months of fast tracking people that are not ready, that have either almost injured and killed themselves or injured and killed someone else. And you want this man to potentially go over a man that just went over Brock Lesnar a couple months ago? <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of linear nods like I'm going to be very very high both nights Maybe I'm just I'm just going to stay I'm, high the entire time yeah because I, I, I ooh, Wesley's going to fight me um, because he's been um, coming up with the game uh, you know the drinking game yeah he's been coming up with stuff but um, I am currently not drinking um it won't be for the next month and a half, two months. Lit? Is so, it lit or something? Yikes. No. Um, <laughs> I am going strictly. Uh, I When I do my dieting, it's very strict. And I'm going back on my diet and back in the gym on a daily basis. Yes, um, I have a wedding. Straight edge superstar. Oh, look, come on, straight edge. <laughs> I have a wedding to attend. My best friend's wedding is in September, and okay. um, I want to be at a certain weight for this tuxedo. Um, okay. As the man of honor, yes, as the man of honor, I need to look a certain. I know way that's right. I'm going to make sure I do. You're trying to um, get Liz in the um in the in the star sequin uh, top <laughs> and, and okay. uh, the sequin uh, fitted cigarette pant. <laughs> Listen, the, the, the tux is sickening. Listen, it's going to be a man of honor for sure. My girl is getting married. But anyway, um, so yeah, I was looking forward to just drinking myself into oblivion Um, for every time they said stupendous or some dumb shit. But I can't even do that. So I'm just going to be very high. The Delta 8 is going to be on deck. Um, Ooh, live for Delta 8, baby. Yeah. Listen, I, I found some out here, mm. and I got three packages sitting in front of me on my table right now of just edibles. Love it. <laughs> it's such a shame. Is it? Um, But yeah, the Delta 8 be, be knocking me. Del- I, I got Delta 9 you. and 8, but Delta 8 I is great you. for me, too. I told you, baby. A problem. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what WrestleMania should look like. 
because as of right now, it's six matches both nights, right? Here's what Mania should look like. And this would literally have... Yeah, here's 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 what Mania should look like. Um, and this would be all that we really needed for WrestleMania. And it would probably rival the the value that I understand people leave um, AEW hyperviews with. Because people will leave AEW hyperviews like God has descended <laughs> to come collect the children. Hey! Glory to God. <laughs> like, people leave from AEW pay-per-views, like, with no edges, no follicles, like, their soul in shambles. If WrestleMania gave us... Now, stay with me for a second. I'm even sequencing it. If WrestleMania opened with the Raw Tag Team Titles Triple Threat, followed mm-hmm. by the Women's Fatal 4-Way, Followed by the Usos versus Nakaboogs. Followed by Lynch Belair. Followed by Edge, uh, Edge Styles. Followed by Flair Rousey. And closing out with Lesnar Reigns. We would be in shambles. If that was WrestleMania, trim off all that other fat. If that was WrestleMania, we would be like, baby, let's go. Seven matches, one night. I mean, because they, they can't, they don't know how to fill up two nights with enough programming for anybody to care. Apparently, they don't get how to do that. Um, those are the seven matches that I'm probably looking forward to, and I could shade that down to four. I could honest to God shave that down to to four. I really could. Yeah, uh, I uh, obviously Ronda and Charlotte. I love them both, so I'm here for that. Edge and Styles, obviously. I um, what else? I, I just. I mean, I, I I'm gonna be honest. I'm not really looking forward to Bianca and Becky. Um what what is it really whatever for me? It's really a two match <laughs> show for me. And I can't even care about Seth and Cody because one, it ain't official. And two, it, it seems like it's just going to be a fucking match. Like oh, I don't uh, even have it on this list. I don't, I don't even have it on this list. Like so um, I don't care about the Kevin Owens Austin thing. Oh, yeah, I don't have that up here. To be honest, I never was the biggest fan of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I appreciate Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, but I was never like, I was never. Oh my God, Stone Cold Steve Austin! That I, I was the Triple H guy. Um, during the Attitude Era in like ninety nine, two thousand, like I was a Shawn Michaels guy. And then when Shawn left, I was a Triple H guy, especially in two thousand. Um. So Austin coming back does nothing for me, especially knowing what's going to happen to Kevin Owens. Um, I guess the Raw Triple Threat Tag Match um, is intriguing. There's there's very good story there. Um, this new Edge on the Street Profits um, makes it a little bit more intriguing than it would have been. And you know they're gonna cut up. I'm sure mm-hmm. all, all six are gonna go mm-hmm. go ham. Um, go ham. Wow. 
Wait a minute. Hold on. Um, <laughs> like, is it 2014? Is it, I don't know. Um, I'm about to give me an Argos. But letter. that's it. That's that's about it. Like Usos versus versus Nakamura and Boogs. Huh? There's no there's no, there's no please there's no steam there. There's no steam. Please, uh, honestly, as much as I love what Zayn has done, um, the the Knoxville program and then this Logan Paul. Like, get all these celebrities off WrestleMania. These aren't celebrities that like y'all needed to have called uh Bad Bunny back the way he showed out last year. If it ain't Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. keep, it, keep it away. Um. So the, you know Pat is gonna is gonna show out though. Pat's gonna show out, but here's my issue with that feud in particular, right? That it's it's very short lived, and it was literally McMahon saying, "Let me give you a spot on the car." It literally is the same thing we're talking about with with Cody Rhodes. It's literally it's like it's literally saying, "I got a ass of people in the back. I got Ricochet that's the Intercontinental Champion and ain't got a spot on this car." But Pat, just because I can, let me give you a spot on this car. Now, don't get me wrong, I. Love right. Pat McAfee. Love Pat McAfee. But I mean, like, it's literally like taking up space that that could have been that could have been raw. That could have been anywhere else. And then the the part that I think is the most salient is the part that's, that really is messing with me the most is, and I get where Vince is. I get he's older. I, that's probably why I don't need this. You know, I don't need this right right now. This isn't the same relationship that an authority figure having a chosen one would have been not even 10 years ago, five years ago. If Stephanie had chosen somebody to, to court whenever Triple H chose KO over Seth, you know, like this is missing that juice. And I get, cause it's Vince, you know, and where we are with Vince and you know, whatever the case may be and him as an on-screen character. But if you're going to come back, come back, you know, if you're going to do it, do it. And I, you know, if we can't do it at that level. So I feel like, it's not doing really a service to theory. You know what I'm saying? Or even like pick him a manager, you know what I'm saying? Somebody to go manage him actively out there. Something It's missing the oomph um, to make this it's association. Definitely forced. It's, it's, be, it's so forced, but that no, it, 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 should, yeah. it should be forced because this is me as the owner picking my fave and saying, no, not that. I, I just mean, I mean the match and the like the oh, yeah. issue with them. So it's very forced and because he has to have a mat, so it's just like they have a problem. They have a problem when it's it's just forced. It really is. Yeah, it, it it has no juice. So as much as I love Pat, as happy as I am for Pat, this doesn't like that doesn't have enough juice because the whole theory Vince thing is weird. Um, Zane Knoxville Mr. and there's no winner or loser in that either. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm going back to commentary Austin Theory. Winning the match means nothing for him. You you beat you beat the commentator. Him losing the match does not do anything for him, and it doesn't do anything for Pat McAfee either because he's going right back to the commentary table. It's like this is just a match to just to be happening. And let me wrong. I'm not looking forward to like it. I just know Pat is going to be more serviceable than the other celebrities and he's going to put on a at least entertaining show in there. Oh, totally agree. But as that's far about as, it. As far as I'm concerned, Nick's all the celebrity matches. I don't want to see any of them. Um the KO thing, I'm kind of with you on that. And it's not even going to be like a sanctioned match. It's going to just give a brawl moment um that doesn't put KO over. 
um, Usos and Nakaboogs is out of nowhere. So yeah, like to be honest, of the seven that I wound up picking, that could come off. I mean, maybe replace it with Cody and Seth. We know, we know that at least they're going to cut up in the ring, but there's no story there, and there could have been story there. The women's fatal four way, you know, okay. Um, I'm just glad the tag team titles are getting some kind of a spotlight, even if it's you know lip service. But I mean, yeah, it's it's not much up here that even even of what I want to see, which is not much because I, I I listed seven. We can add um, Cody and Seth in there, and even with that being in there, there's not a mania level story to the majority of these matches. Yeah, Rose and Rollins is yeah. I mean, I, I can put yeah. that up there, but I'm just and I'm just more interested, you know, in because we've seen the, them fight before when Stardust and the Shield, and we, we've we've seen this won't be, but this is a heightened version of those things, of course, and they're both in their baggage mm-hmm. point, of course, um, but it isn't as new and novel as as it's being positive per se. Um, but I am, I I do have an interest in that. Um, there's not enough dynamics in the women's tag for like, it, like there's nothing blow off about the women's fatal four way at all. It's literally a bunch of makeshift tag teams. And we're gonna, we're gonna right. It's a bunch of thrown together tag teams. Yeah, it's it's it just to get somebody on the car, and it, there's nothing about it like that has an implication. Nobody's being, you know, no one's been, you know, beat up and bullied the last X amount of weeks. No one's, you know, no team is under any immense amount of strain because they killed that with Carmella and and, and Queen Zelina. There's nothing about that match. There's nothing about even the men's raw tag match. Uso, Usos and, and Boogs and them. Yeah. There's no really big implication. They haven't added title versus hair for uh, Belair Lynch. So this is just really about Bianca getting her receipt. Um, there's even, as much as we love Edge's heel turn, there's nothing, there's no implications other than who wants a spot against me on the card. And I turned heel in the process and I beat the dog shit out of Styles. There's no implications there. Um, Flair and Rousey is for a title. They've kind of tried to inject some story in there. About you know, uh, and and Queen whooped that ass on Friday <laughs> again. <laughs> and the story that, there that's is what that, the like, match. That's what the story in the match is going to be. Oh yeah, she's gonna beat the dog shit out of her, but sis is never gonna tap. Sis is she's gonna and she's gonna take it to her. And what's crazy is like, okay, you're not gonna tap. Cool. I'll just pin you. I'll just go ahead and pin you then. <laughs> like, okay, cool. You don't. Right. You don't. No, tap. I'm saying the story. That they're telling now oh, yes, is exactly is. what the match is, is going to the match is going to be Charlotte outsmarting her until Ronda gets too pissed and then shuts all that shit down. That's that's yeah. that's yeah, what yeah, it's yeah, going yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah. It's, it's she's going to take it to her. She's going to and it's, she's going to lay into her. And, and the whole thing is going to be about Ronda not giving up and refusing to tap and going through all of this shit and not. I, did you see that teardrop on Friday though? She was was she hurt? And I said, Oh my god. The pain this woman must be in. Did I did it? not see a teardrop. No. Oh, if you if you get a chance, look at her laying on the, the rubble of the announce table and a, like a tear, a, a, a full tear. I said, oh, she might be hurt. Um, you know, not out hurt, but like something hurt in that moment because sis lit up a tear. 
Um, but Charlotte went to work on that girl. But it's gonna be that, and and and, and yeah, she, she's never gonna Charlotte give up. Charlotte busted her mouth at some point. Yeah, she's not gonna give up, and um, and she's not gonna tap for sure, and uh, and she'll get the win on that. Um, Lesnar Reigns can go either way, um, but again, no major major implications because like, you know, Roman is the only uh, is the only agent in that match that that winning does something for them, like winning continues his legacy continues this reign adds to this reign makes this reign you know the reign of reigns like it would do zero for brock and then beyond that you know brock's been working well, it's impossible to do anything for brock it is right now it brock is. can't get any more brock. there's no wrong left for brock to go to the you he can't get any the mystique can't get any bigger any better like brock is brock so anytime brock does something big and major it's giving Okay, it's it's Brock. It's like yeah, there's no there's no other level he can get to. Like <laughs> there really isn't. And I believe we have to be letting so, the win out of the sales at some point because he came back early at SummerSlam and has worked the most consistent schedule he's worked on a long time. I would believe it would be to to end that at Mania. So my my thoughts are is he packs it up and goes home at the Mania, or that or in the foreseeable future because I don't see Brock continuing to work at this pace through you know whenever. Um, I think the run was for mm-hmm. this time. So, um, again, with that being said, there's no big implications because Brock should be packing it up after this. So, like, you know, he doesn't stick around. We go back to Reigns being uber dominant and not having any challengers. So, yeah, I, I just, just, just no huge story blow off, no looming implications. It's a crown jewel. It's a sassier crown jewel. It's a crown jewel with a star. <laughs> well, yeah. AEW, what's going on over on that side of the fence? Uh, what's not new, going on? Oh, we got a oh, women's oh. champion, right? And oh, yes, we do. We do. Thunder Rosa. Um, mm-hmm. and. And what is a great story, Eric Bischoff, who says they can't tell stories there, um, that they've been telling for the past year, just like subtly and just like, and they got back around to it. Um, and they built this up until we were in Thunder Rose's adoptive hometown inside of a cage with zero interference. And the, and here's the one thing I appreciated. They, they kept saying, because of Jamie Hayter, and Rebel um, interfering all the time. They're putting them in a cage to, you know, eliminate the interference. It's just going to be one-on-one. And that's what the cage match was initially, you know, set up for. It's like when Dustin won his title match, and every time he got it, horseman, 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 put him in a cage so the horsemen are, you know, the horseman factor is negated now blah 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 mm-hmm. until the cage match got bastardized and just cage match equals definite interference right now what i love about aw and just the simplicity of things is they sold this match on the fact that it will be one-on-one and jamie hater and rebel wouldn't be able to get involved because it's a cage match and guess what it was a fucking cage match, one on one, and Hater and Rebel were nowhere to be found. So th- it, 
And the simple thing of that is that is how you sell a gimmick match and make it important and not just completely negate the effect of the fucking gimmick match. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's so very important to do that with things. So if you're going to sell this cage match on, it's going to be no interference one-on-one, then deliver that. I, deliver that. And that's exactly what they did. Ideally. And that's the, to, yeah, to your point, ideally, the gimmick becomes the third person in the match. So we don't need mm-hmm. to have anybody else here because the latter is supposed to be like, think about Razor and Sean. Think about how many ladder matches we've seen since then. And think about the fact that that still ranks as one of the best ones because it was just them two and a ladder because that's the novelty in that space. It's the ladder. Um, you know, though Taker and Mankind took it to a whole new place, it was just them in that cage. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they just went, they went extra. But yeah, that's that that is what creates the novelty. Is if you let that let that gimmick or let that setting take on its persona and be the thing, then now I want to see that gimmick again. When you water it down, well, that see, go ahead. I'm glad you brought up Hell in a Cell because that's a very good point. Um, Hell in a Cell was made for Undertaker and Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. because the Ground Zero match ended up in the melee. Shawn ran, a whole bunch of people came out, blah, blah, blah. They created Hell in a Cell specifically so Shawn Michaels would have nowhere to run. Right. There's no escape. There's a roof on this motherfucker. <laughs> so no one's going to get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no one can get in this ring. And no one can time. escape because it's locked. <laughs> in the first In the very first fucking match, the very first one, <laughs> both those things, those things happen. Shawn gets out of the fucking cage. And like, it's just... And they go to the top and someone interferes. Yeah. Like... The very first one you do, you completely piss on the entire point of the damn sale. Y'all couldn't wait. Like, right. Oh my gosh. And not saying that WWE is the only ones um, guilty of this or that they even started this. The cage match started getting fucked well before them. You know what I'm saying? But it's just the point I'm making is that for AEW, now when they get to. MJF versus Wardlow, and guess what? It's going to be in a cage now, so the pinnacle can't interfere. That's going to sell immediately because people are going to remember the cage match meant no interference in that the face was able to get their hands on the heel without anyone bothering him, without anyone being able to stop him, without the heel being able to run. Think of how big that's going to make MJF versus Wardlow in a cage. Right. Like it's just it's they have a simple way of book like it it really is sometimes just black and white. Yeah. Good versus evil. Rules, make sure the rules have like make sure the rules are abided by like you can't just <laughs> build something specifically for something and then just negate it right away. Like that is why now if there's a Hell in a Cell match announced, your immediate thought is the big spot going, they have to leave, because if they don't, then this is a boring-ass 
Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. See Sean and Triple H at Bad Blood 2004. People hated that Hell in a Cell match. Why? Because they made it an actual what should have been the first one. They wrestled inside that cell. They did not leave it. No one interfered. It was just two of them beating the hell out of each other inside of a cell. And people hated that damn cell match. Right. Because they, because they, they, they'd already ruined it. So it was like, well, girl, what are we going to do? Because this ain't it. This ain't enough. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny because AEW isn't reinventing the wheel. They're just abiding by it. They're just literally abiding by, you know, what it, what made wrestling good the first time. <laughs> They're just really going to stick it, it to script. Simple stories. Simple stories and not insulting your fucking audience. Um, one of the main things about them is I love that they don't insult the audience. They don't have to have their commentators acting fucking stupid. Like they can't put two and two together and deduce what everyone watching this show has deduced. <laughs> like, like it's just simple things like things like that. And they don't they lean on history without having to push it down your throat. It's like when prime example of when um Malachi Black um debuted and he came in and then a short while after he ended up out of nowhere helping Andrade mm-hmm. against I forget who it was. Mm-hmm. And at first glance, it's like, okay, that's weird. Andrade um in Malachi Black and that doesn't work until you realize five seconds later, oh, the Zelina connection. Right. And they didn't say say it they didn't mention it they all they said was these men have a like a fam- business or have crossed paths in business or familiar business aid or some shit like that to where it's like you everyone knows Zelina and black are married right everyone knows Zelina and andrade were business partners right so it doesn't it doesn't like it's just simple stuff like that it and that's what I'm getting from AEW. And when it all boils down to it, it's fun. Right. AEW is fun to watch. It is crazy fun to attend live. And that's that. It's fun. Wrestling is fun when I watch AEW. It is not fun when I watch <laughs> the WWE. Well, it's crazy because I feel like when the announcers insult their own intelligence, you know, it by proxy, it insults our intelligence as viewers. Cause it's like, oh, so you yes. okay with like us thinking you dumb, and you, and you thinking we dumb enough to think y'all dumb, and like you don't know what's going? Like, oh, okay. Like it take it, and it takes you out of the of the programming for a second. Like I said, like last week, whenever, whenever Butch debuted, and McAfee had to, like, he's smart enough to be like, I can't insult the people that watch this show because I was once a fan and I understand continuity. So he was, and he, and we also understand that Pat McAfee was affiliated with this man in NXT. We didn't forget that. You know, so right. it's like, you know, well, you know, they, he's Butch now, you know, I mean, he, you know, we we knew him by a different name, but this is what, you know, Seamus and Rich know him as. Um it, it took it that was just a small nod, but I was like, God, thank you. Like <laughs> just thank you that somebody just understands. Even back to Charlotte having a thousand reigns, two reigns, no reigns. Like it was like negative reigns, Roman <laughs> reigns. Like it was like y'all know we've been watching this, right? Like y'all, that's what y'all want us to do is to watch this. Even right now with NXT 2.0, and they pining to get us to look at that bullshit. If we watch this shit for another year, 
and they don't remain contiguous and, and keep continuity between that programming and main roster now, you can't even blame Triple H anymore. So like, what's the, like, what's, what's wrong here? Like it, it just, it's, it's insanity. <laughs> it's complete fucking insanity. Since you brought it up. <laughs> what? Uh, listen, watching SmackDown last week, they, they ran over the whole, you know, Butch and, and Sheamus and Ridge Holland thing. And yes, Pat Mac- McAfee will, I always say his name differently every time. McAfee and McAfee. I think if proper is McAfee. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so Pat <laughs> saying, Pat you know, we, right, <laughs> that they, we knew him as a different name. And then they go because Sheamus and Ridge Holland knew him. Knew, we know him as a different name, but they've always known him as Butch. They've been, been you know, they used to hang out in bars together. They were hangout buddy, bar buddies, and all that mm-hmm. shit. They they said all that. And I immediately said, hold the fuck <laughs> right, up. Right. Somebody ain't doing the math right. Pete Dunne is 28 years old. <laughs> Sheamus is 44 <laughs> years old. That is a six. 15 year difference. <laughs> so, so let me do a little bit of math since y'all trying to sell me on the fact that these motherfuckers knew each other back in Ireland and went to bars and drank together. So let's say by the time Pete Dunn is drinking age 21, Seamus is 37 years in, old. In WWE. Where was she- and in the fucking <laughs> WWE? Where was Sheamus when he was thirty-seven? <laughs> in the goddamn WWE, he's been there for for over a decade at this point. Right. You want to add? You want to add one more wrinkle <laughs> to that? Rich Holland. Like what? Rich Holland was teaming with Pete Dunne in NXT. In NXT, and never once called him Butch. <laughs> But these are the chips that fell into Pat Pat's la- Patrick's lap, and he was doing the best he could to create some kind of fascia between these odd occurrences that he knew we as fans were going to notice. He did his best with what he had in front of him. He said, "Well, apparently they know I'm his Butch." I did the best I can with what I got. Like, uh, and it wasn't even him who said it. They, I, it was Cole who was running down. You know. Um, how they used to hang out and and get in the bar fights together in in Ireland. I'm just, and I'm just like, yeah, that part, yeah, that, that part. Because I know Seamus is in his mid forties. What is you talking that about? That part was cool, but then Pat was like, "Well, they, we know him by a different name, but apparently they know him as Butch." Like, <laughs> like that was. And a lot of people tell me I think too much when I watch just stuff, just movies, music. I'm music, like movies, TV, on, wrestling, especially music? wrestling. You better watch music. But, okay. <laughs> thinking in symphonies. But here's the thing. All together. Thinking in symphonies. Here's I love the it. Thing. I love it. Becky Lynch is a genius. <laughs> no, get that out of here. So, like, you got to understand that I watch things as they are presented to me. Once you establish something with me, I can go by those parameters. Mm-hmm. So, for instance... I'm going into a movie and I know there's supernatural elements and magic involved. I'm not going to question how the fuck somebody was able to do it. It's supernatural, it's magic. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me there's a regular human being, then I'm going to look at this movie like it's stupid for trying to tell me that a person could stand the top of a 
uh, train running at full speed, jumping and, and fighting and not be blown the fuck away right. by the wind or how a motherfucker can curve a bullet in a perfect circle to kill 12 people right. wanted. Like, I fucking hate that movie. The movie's so stupid. <laughs> um, anyway, so when you present me a story in wrestling, it has, like, I'm going to go by that story. And when that story immediately just does not make any fucking sense because of a huge glaring obvious fact then it's like i can't even clock how you telling me these motherfuckers was at the bar together when by the time this nigga was able to go in the bar this nigga sheamus was on my tv already there's a 16 year age gap between them <laughs> y'all couldn't come up with a better story so when when sheamus oh, like sheamus hung out with his older brother sheamus knows his daddy something because when sheamus started drinking or when sheamus could legally drink <laughs> Pete was uh-huh. Pete was five. Yes, Pete was five. Pete Dunn was <laughs> That's five. That's his kid. He's five years old. Seamus <laughs> is four years older than I am, so yes, he's definitely forty-four. So that means when he started, yeah, drinking, yeah, he's forty-four. Yeah, when he started, whenever he's whenever he started drinking at twenty-one legally, yeah, my man, my man was five years old. So yes, that's why, yes, I do think too much, but it's only because of what you're presenting me. Like, present me something that makes sense, and I'm there with you. You can't tell me bullshit, and I'm, mm-hmm, okay, no, can't do it. Yeah. Like, this- No, and here's what's even crazier. Doesn't make sense. Like, and, and, please, and Rich, Holland, Rich Holland is only four or five years older than Pete. <laughs> so they- Possibly could have been in the ball. You see what I'm saying? Like them. Oh, yeah, yeah, but these yeah, motherfuckers yeah. weren't Ridge. hanging out with Seamus. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> what? Because oh. Ridge. Oh my God. That makes, I think Ridge is a good 10 years younger than Seamus. So again, <laughs> Seamus was 21. Ridge was 10, well, 11 years old. And, and baby Pete was five. Um, was in the kindergarten yard snapping fingers and digits. Uh, but it just no. <laughs> it's such a like, yeah, even so like, that that's my problem. If Ridge was like an older cousin and he was sneaking him beers or something, you know, like anything, anything, but to make believe that they've been drinking together in a bar and and they called that nigga Butch. They called it anything nigga anything but nephew. <laughs> anything but nephew is crazy to me. It's absolutely insane. What Vince is in, he's in business for pleasing and, and, and entertaining himself. He'll generate his own crowd responses to facilitate that entertainment. And the cycle and silo will just continue. And it's crazy because if I were one of the superstars, like, how do I know I'm even getting over right now? How do I know that? How do you know? How do I know that what, well, you know, like, what I'm doing is working? How do I perfect my craft? When you're piping in responses, well, they get to hear the live crowd. They get to hear the live crowd. From for me, it's like, how am I supposed to know what's working and what's not? Well, can they, because just because it's working for me doesn't mean it's working for everybody. So how am I supposed to know? Can they supposed I, to know I, that? I that I, they I, piped I, in because when we went to SummerSlam. You could hear you could hear pipe in there, like you could hear it there. So I, that's why I was like, "Can they can they differentiate?" Oh well, shit, I don't know. Like, can they differentiate? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm saying, so if I'm there 
and you're piping in over the audio, because sometimes they pipe in over the audio, um, that would be weird. Because I don't know if what I'm doing is working, if if this is the crowd's actual response, if this is, it's just, uh, it's a sad place. In a sad town. Well, it's Wednesday. You know what that means. I get to watch AEW, so I'll have some fun again. Yeah. <laughs> I just, this raw just, just knocked me right back <laughs> down on my ass when it comes to WWE. It really did. Uh, and it's like, that Seth Rollins story is so, it's so stupid. Um, because people should be kicking down doors to face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Like, how many people backstage are all on? Hell, we have a champion who doesn't have a match. You mean to tell me no one's going to approach Seth Rollins or come out while he's running his mouth and challenge him to WrestleMania? Oh, they're going to kick down doors. The forbidden like, the forbidden door. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, so that that's number one. Number two is you just butt-fucking these other people who earned their spot at Mania, or got it, rather. And, like, nah, fuck you. If he beats you, you're out, and good luck. You know, like, huh? And three, what are we doing? Why are we waiting? Why are we waiting? Who's Seth Rollins wrestling at WrestleMania? Come on. Is is, is Seth on the card? It's not like we have someone. Is Seth on the card? Not Seth, but um, Finn. Is Finn on the card? Finn is not on the card. Ricochet is not on the card. Damian Priest is not on the card. Who else? Who else is not on the card? That's in that... Apollo Crews is not on the card. Shelton Benjamin is not on the card. Like... And at this point, might as well just have a ladder match for the IC title and call it the Scott Hall Memorial ladder match. Alexa Bliss isn't on the card. Why can't we do that? Alexa Bliss isn't on the card. She is not on the card. She ain't even, baby, ain't even, ain't even on Raw, poor baby. Um, Nikki Ash is not on the card. Dewdrop is not on the card. Dewdrop is not there. Jesus Whew. Christ. I'm trying to think yeah. who else is so, And they the haven't card. announced the Andre in the Fallopian 2 Battle Royale <laughs> yet, so. There's, there's no Why one left laughing? to be in the Fallopian Battle, battle Royale, though. <laughs> the uterus battle royal. There's nobody right. left. Retire the yes. Retire that trophy, please. It's gonna be Sonya Deville Retire by herself. It. It's gonna be Sonya Deville by herself, and she's gonna walk out <laughs> with the uterus. Who even won those besides Naomi and Carmella? Me. Those only two Me, I remember I winning. Won it. I won it twice. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think who else is not on this card. I'm trying to think. Uh, of course, none of New Day is. Uh, Cesaro. This is. I thought Cesaro didn't resign quietly. Cesaro, <laughs> you said what? I heard Cesaro didn't resign. Is that true? Yes, yeah, Cesaro's gone. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's still on the website. Um, the Garza's is he? Boots. The Garza's. Um, and uh, what's the what's the the Viking Raiders? They're not on the card. Kofi, of course, isn't on the card. Uh, Mustafa is at home. Uh, I'm trying to think who else isn't on this card. Shotzi isn't on the card. Zayali, the protector, is not on. <laughs> when the last time Shotzi ever even been on TV? Oh my God, this is terrible. And I'm. And here's the thing: 
here's the thing with Cody. Forgot to mention this. In order for this to mean anything, Cody has to be in the title picture very soon and probably win the WWE Championship. Immediately. And because if not, in three, four weeks, this ain't going to mean shit. It's not, no one's going to care. He's just going to be another superstar on the roster just there. Doing whatever. Um, it, so maybe that's why they're lifting it. Maybe that's why they're doing this whole combined situation. Um, this whole unification moment, you know, to to lessen the issue when it gets lifted up and off. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that they know. But I agree with you. He has no. to. He has to be. He has to insert himself into that title picture immediately. Which is also what we said a week or so ago. Like, if I'm showing up, why would I come for the guy that doesn't have a match on the card? Right. Like, Cody needs to pull with a hope. I guess. It, I guess there's a way to run it that night of, like, as somebody who's not sanctioned or not scheduled to be there, or just like he can come through the crowd. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm not. I'm not giving myself a headache. On a skin line, just edible about to kick in. And we know um, he signed already, so like that's we've blown the cover. Right. Just have have him have him come out, beat Seth Rollins, and but then you got both belts tied up in the same the on only, the same yeah, person the who needs thing, to be going after have, the title. They're gonna have to pull was that WrestleMania what was that WrestleMania was that nine? which one Yokozuna, Brett, and then Hogan came out? Which one which one was that? Yeah, nine. They're gonna have to pull one of those numbers. That's nine. It would have to be one of those numbers. It would have to be one of those numbers. That's the only way that it can make sense. <sighs> and it would have to be for the, the WWE title for it to drop back to Raw. That's the I that's I that's it. That's it. But that's also yeah. I don't see them I don't know if they'll pull a, a trigger that big. Um if they No, of course they're not. <laughs> oh god. Well, in order to do that, you would have to immediately admit and and be telling the audience that Cody Rhodes is on the same level as Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and that's just not gonna happen. After watching Seth Rollins. Because <laughs> he would have to watch Seth first. Right. And then have enough, yeah. have enough juice to come out later on and be like, "Hey, I want that belt. Give it here." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't either. That's all I got. That's all I have. I don't have anything else to give. No. Maybe we'll have more juice, more to give next week after the go home raw. I doubt it, but maybe here's to <laughs> here's to maybe. Here's to maybe so. Here's to maybe so's. So I guess, yeah, I guess we'll be back here next week for the go home. And um, and uh, I guess we'll be back here for the go home and then the, I guess a recap show. And I guess then we'll do the finale for the, the cash show. I guess I'll just give away our whole schedule okay. for the next couple of weeks. There you guys go. You're welcome. There you go. You're welcome. So benevolent. <laughs> well, in the meantime, can you define us? You can find us at reverse underscore rail roberts underscore rules the cash shit underscore for the eye on the tweeters is there anywhere else you want them to come find you a glory hole somewhere not this week okay and you can also find me um inside of austin theory's metallic thong 
Wow. Well. Wow. Wow. And this is the Cash Shit Podcast. 